This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey guys, we are about to start this week's episode, but first we want to tell you about the exciting thing we're doing tomorrow. It is a Reddit AMA. That's happening Thursday, November 12th at 3 p.m. Eastern time. If you're listening to this podcast a week later, I'm really sorry. You kind of missed it. You missed it. But if you're listening the day of great news, we're going to talk tomorrow. You just have to log on to Reddit and we're going to tweet out the link on our Twitter at your single show. Um, we'll also do it on our Instagram and our Facebook. And We're going to tweet Facebook. it on all of our social media. We are so excited. You won't miss it. Don't worry. AMA stands for ask me anything. So you can ask us anything. Talk to us. Chat. We are so excited yeah. to talk to all of our listeners. So Technically for us, it's an AUA. Ask us anything. Oh, yeah. We're going to be doing an A. I think we're doing the- an hour. Hour. We'll see you tomorrow. See you for the hour. Now, now let's, let's start, start the, the show. show. This is why you're single. Hello and welcome to the This Is Why You're Single podcast. I'm Laura Lane. And I'm Angela Sparrow. We're the co-writers of the upcoming book, This Is Why You're Single, which comes out December 8th. Every week on the podcast, we discuss a different reason why you're single. This week's reason is you don't know how to compromise. Right. Also on the lineup, we are talking about what's new in dating news, love words you've never heard of, and surprising sex trends throughout history. We're also going to be diving into our listeners' Tinder mailboxes. But first, this is a very strange podcast. Very special. Very, Very special. special and strange. We have two of what are perhaps the most important and high profile guests we've ever had in the history of the show. <laughs> Would you say that? Oh, yeah. uh, you know them from all of our oversharing personal details on this podcast. Um, oh my God, this is so weird. Please welcome. Please welcome. Drum roll. Drum roll. My husband, Nick, and Angela's boyfriend, Ian, are on the show. Wait, this calls for a. Hi, Nick. Hi, guys. Hi, hi, hi Ian. Thank you for having me. Hi, hi, hi little cutie. Hey. I'm used to being introduced by, like, a, uh, a synagogue organ, so that was nice to hear a trumpet. <laughs> Wait, why, why are you getting introduced at a synagogue, At your bar mitzvah? Uh, yeah, the last time we ever was in. Yeah, probably the last time that that happened was at my bar mitzvah. Well, I'm glad to make you feel like 13 again. Yeah. How does it feel to be on our podcast? Uh, it, I mean, it's exciting for me. It's actually my second time for me. Um, That's right. Yeah, you last helped week was your your debut. Well, it, it was a couple weeks. Oh, right, right. It was a couple weeks. Yeah, he helped right. us out with our uh, with our side with our reason of the week. But I am sitting in the room for all of these because I produce this show. That's so right. wow, this is great. I'm on the other side. It's yeah. exciting. You're, you are the invisible third member of <laughs> this is why your single team. Enter. Ian, how do you feel? This is very exciting. This is my first time doing radio thing since um, overnight camp, so this is wonderful. <laughs> oh, my God. This is my first time doing radio in a long time. We, we, no, we heard you. It was just like you were just a little far away yeah, from I'm the mic. Obviously, you don't say. I'm a real amateur right now. It's going to take a while for me to warm e- up. To eat the mic. the mic is what Nick likes to eat tell us. Yeah. Okay, there's a hot mic, right? He, he sounds great. He sounds great. Cool. Um, nice radio voice. Well... We have some questions. We have some questions for you guys. Oh. Yeah, ones that will hopefully make... We're, we're going to ask them, and then we want each of you to answer. Yeah. They're not really uh, questions that are going to make you guys uncomfortable. We've actually designed it to make each other uncomfortable. Correct. So we should all have a really good time. 
Um, I'm going to ask you a question. I'm sweating. Okay. First, great. Nick, sure. about Laura. <laughs> about Laura. And then I think we're going to have Ian answer this. He, yeah, Ian, me. you can answer it after. But first, yeah. Okay. So, okay. Nick, Nicholas. Yes. Um, before you, why do you think Laura was single? <laughs> Wait, so this is not designed to make me uncomfortable? <laughs> no, it's uh, supposed to make me uncomfortable. Uh, uncomfortable. Just I, answer correctly. I, I will. Uh, I'll just answer correctly. <laughs> um, I think Laura was by choice single. I think she was interested in being herself and being out there and meeting a lot of people and just following yeah. whatever she wanted to follow. Yeah, I just That's think a she, good answer. Yeah. Yeah. That's like a, a complimentary answer. Where I'm looking for my ding 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 <laughs> sound. Oh, wait, I don't have it. Where did it go? I, I used to have a sound cue that was like ding ding ding, but I think it disappeared. All right, ding ding ding. ding, ding, ding. Good ding, job, ding, baby. Ding. Yeah. I love Good you. Job, <laughs> yeah. Wow. Sweating bullets. So, okay. Ian. And uh, so why do you question? Same question. <laughs> yeah. uh, same answer as Nick. Yeah, that was yeah? Good answer. Yeah. No. Um. Why were you single before me? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I feel like you, uh, you're a picky person. <laughs> you're probably, you're just picky. And, uh, and, and, but you learn to settle. So that's really great. <laughs> that's <what we're> <laughs> yeah. Ding, ding, ding to you as well. Oh, there wow. you go. I found it. Yes. Yeah, okay. Laura next. Oh, okay. Sorry. Um, Ian, I'm going to direct this to you first, and then yeah. Nick, you can answer it after. What is the thing Angela does that most annoys you? Oh, uh, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I would say she has this uh, rivalry with Brooklyn and Queens, oh. and she tends to always, every time, like, even, like, the slightest thing about, about where I live, because I live in Brooklyn, and she, we have a long-distance New York romance. I don't know if yeah. anybody knew that. Uh, even if the slightest thing bothers her about Brooklyn, she's very quick to be like, well, that wouldn't happen in Queens. <laughs> so that's, oh like, God. really yeah. kind of silly. And also, she likes to elaborate on the community that exists in Queens, which, is, yes. which she partakes in, which which is very not true because it's just pretty much, like, middle-aged Greek people. And I don't know I love that community. what part of the community she associates with. So I'm calling bullshit. I'm I'm maybe not a part of the Greek community, but I like being on the outskirts. You like to watch it happen. I like to watch it. Yeah. All right, Nick. Yeah. What do I do that annoys you? Uh, nothing. Uh, no, I would say <laughs> when you uh, look at me and ask me what I'm thinking about, <laughs> it bothers me because... <laughs> You, I haven't been doing it as much. You haven't been doing it as much. I think because I react so negatively. Well, you've you never know. answered the question, right. so right. at some oh. point I realized right. it was a moot question. Is the answer always nothing? No, it's never <laughs> nothing, but it, but I don't like it. Because You're it, so no. mysterious. I always just no. really want to know what's going on in your head because here's, here's I'm never going to be able to pinpoint you. Well, I'll never my, know everything about you. Here's my problem with that question. Is it's like you saying... I want to be having a conversation, but I personally don't want to do the effort to start the conversation. That's why it bothers no, me. No, no, no. I mean, I, want to, I don't want to ask a question to veer off from what was currently in your... I want to know what's like currently in your head in that exact moment. It's mm. not that I don't want to... I don't want to... If I asked a question and I started a conversation with you, then it would... Boy, your train of thought would... would uh, the veer. train would veer yeah. and we would... And your, what would be in your head would be something different. Uh, I want to know what's in your head in that exact 
moment okay. and encapsulate it and, and know it. Yeah. I but think I can't because you're think, a mysterious man. I just think it's hard to take a snapshot. Anyway, to be continued. <laughs> Argument okay. to be all continued. Right, all right. I think it's good that you don't ask me that question because it would just be like a thought bubble of like, should they bring back checkered Cheetos or are the cheese puffs sufficient enough? Right. <laughs> and I just know that that's yeah. always what you're thinking about. Yeah, Cheetos. Um, Brought okay. to you by Cheetos. Oh, this is a this is a fun one, Nick. What's the grossest thing Laura has ever done? Uh, what, <laughs> um, what do I do? Grossest thing that you've ever done? Ah, oh, boy. I don't, I'm I'm actually drawing a blank, Laura. Laura. Yeah, I'm not. To answer, yeah. I'm not a gross person. <laughs> That's I'm, a disappointing. Answer. I'm no, just a beautiful I, woman. It'll come to me. And I she's... wake up gorgeous and perfect, and I don't have to do any gross things. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm John. It's not. It seems like I'm being. Yes, insincere. I've hidden everything from him. I think it's that. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> well, let's assume Ian has the same answer and move on. No, uh, no. I want to. Can I answer this? Yes. One? Do you have an answer in your brain? So the thing is that I feel like you're not gross enough. Oh, so, yeah. I, We've actually had this conversation before. Yeah, I'm definitely too gross for the both of us, and I'd like it to be more 50-50, so work on it. Thanks. Okay. <laughs> but, um, but that means that we're both not gross, which I No, like. it means that we've both hidden all of the gross things we do mm-hmm. in secret. This is great. Uh, Ian, what does Angela do that turns you on the most? God. Aw. <laughs> um, so we're talking, like, Sexually? <laughs> no. Inter- I mean, no. No, like when she turns on a light, a light in the room. Uh, no, no, yeah. yeah, sexually. Yeah. It turns on a light inside of you. A light inside of me. Um, oh, God. Aw. This is a hard question. It's very personal, too. I know. Um, I would say... Hmm. You I like, like leggings. She, yeah. I like <laughs> Let him answer. Wears, I like when Angela wears yoga pants because it gives me the illusion that she does athletic things, and I and I enjoy that. Um, the illusion, yeah, and that's all it is. That's all it is. But the thing is that it's enough. <laughs> um, all right, honey. Yeah, same question. Um, yeah, I just I think uh, I don't know. Laura has a a extensive lingerie collection, <laughs> but I but I mostly I mostly just. I think the thing that turns me on the most is just, uh, I don't know, all of a sudden jumping into physical contact out of nowhere. So I'm just like walking in the apartment and all of a sudden Laura has just like grabbed me. I find that attractive. Really? I didn't yeah. know that. I bounced yeah. like a jaguar yeah. or a panther. Which one yeah. of the panther? I like saying jaguar. Jaguar is a fun word. But uh, I'm like a pan- like a sexual panther. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, I'll do that more often. Be prepared. We're all learning. What's next? Sorry. Okay. If Laura was a sound, what sound would she be and why? Important follow-up. Okay. Um, So (laughs) You guys are making like sign language and it's incredibly distracting. Sorry, we're trying to guess what you're going to say. It's like in baseball. Yeah, yeah, it's incredibly distracting. Um, She would be... We have our own language with each other. <laughs> We're speaking in our twin language. Something in sign language, maybe. Oh, I don't. I That's don't, my sound. Yeah, I think. I don't know. I think. Um, I think you're very cute. I think when I think of you, I just feel very like 
it feels like kind of a release. Like, oh, like I feel like, Aww. like Aww, yeah, so I feel, that noise you guys are making because I think <laughs> I just think like, oh, she's just so cute. It just, I don't know. Oh, it's my Oh, baby. I, I know. I, like, I feel like gross now. I don't know why. I, cause I feel Wait, senti- why? That's so I, cute. Because being sentimental makes me feel gross. Okay, go ahead. No, really, do it more. That was you disgusting. You're being authentic. Will though. you do it more? <laughs> All, right. All right, Ian. Same question. Yeah. So I have a good answer for this, and I did not prepare because <laughs> I did not know the question ahead of time. Uh, okay. But it would be like, <laughs> combined, combined with like a cat going like, wow. And Why? <laughs> because you I feel like your spirit animal is a cat. Okay. And I feel like We were actually going to have the question spirit animal but yeah. we but then we t- we thought that was too predictable. Well, I answered it. Angela loves cats, especially cats uh on the internet. Is it Yeah, yeah your your Twitter profile picture is me it, as a cat. Yeah. Basically making that noise that you just did. Yeah. yeah. And then, and I feel like sometimes and one the thing that I love about Angela is she's kind of frantic sometimes. <laughs> I, I feel like it's very cute and endearing. So the uh, the uh, is like like oh I'm late I'm late, uh, which is uh, often the case. But, yes. But yeah. Oh I know. Oh uh, you know. Well Angela Angela's my my writing wife my comedy wife so right. I know she's late so a lot. You guys have a lot in common. Yeah. yeah. In terms of your relationship. Okay. I'm gonna ask Ian this first. Ian, name one thing you miss about being single. It's hard to answer first. I think that's uh, well. That's why we we switch it every yeah. time so yeah. that each of you has to answer first. Yeah. We well, we methodically thought of all of this, right. right? So I I have to say that uh, I I don't miss very much because I really I really like being in a relationship and I really like our relationship a lot. Very, I'll but pay I, you later. I would say, yes, thank you. She's holding up a $100 bill. Right um, I would say the one thing that I do miss is just being able to like always all the time, 100% of the time, do whatever I want to do. And I feel you like... You can't do that now? But, uh, you know, it's just because it's taken me some time to learn how to really consider other... Well, she's like person. your first long-term yeah. girlfriend, first, right? First, yeah, first... Anything for more than you know three months, and yeah, that's a big deal. We've been going out yeah. for almost two years, so yeah, yeah, we're a big deal. Long time. Yeah, you're figuring it out <laughs> <laughs> slowly but surely. Thanks. You sounds like you have a lot of confidence. <laughs> um, Nick, what do you miss uh, about being single? Yeah, I um, I think the unending long hours of uh, like I like to just binge work. That's a thing that I really used to do a lot, where I would just for. 72 hours not see another human and just work on stuff and that i don't know i don't drove me crazy yeah, at the beginning it, of our relationship yeah, but it yeah. bugs i was you, like it. but it's like friday saturday i haven't yeah. from this guy that's supposedly my boyfriend we've been going out for like two months and he yeah. asked me to be his girlfriend but why haven't i heard from him it's friday night don't think like crazy yeah. girl stuff yeah that. there's a there's a positive I, you keep me in the world in a way that i that i like that i appreciate that i, I didn't otherwise do but uh, yeah i miss just kind of pajamas for Three weeks at a time. Well, whenever I go on my vacations, you get to do that. That's true. I have to say that I like both of their answers. Wasn't like I miss hooking up with bitches, yeah. oh, all the wow. bitches, all the bitches. Because we're waiting for you to say it. <laughs> all right, guys, we are I gonna. Miss- m- thank you for answering this question. Yeah, I hope that was enjoyable for you was that fun? and our listeners. Uh, very painful. It was wonderful. <laughs> Let's move on to what's in the news. Angela, what have you been reading about? I've been reading um, Bustle. 
which I'm a big fan of. They you do. do you love that bustle. I do love that bus. I'm all about that bustle. All about that bustle. Um, so they had a very interesting piece on sex trends through history. Um, so I'll take you. Let's take a walk. I, I purposefully didn't read this article because I was excited it's for you fun. to tell me about it. Let's take a walk through history. We're going to go back to ancient Egypt. If you wore red lipstick... Which is like very popular. They had lipstick now. and they had they actually like invented wearing makeup. Are we talking according about according to Bustle? Oh. Yeah. That makes sense. Um so I don't know why, but it does. Apparently in ancient Egypt they were very into oral sex. So if a prostitute wore red lipstick, it meant she was DTO. Mm. <laughs> Down to oral. Is that, did they also invent that? that was um, like, no, that's an Angela Sparrow original. Uh, okay. I there's, think. Not, there's not a hieroglyph that Glad things have changed. <laughs> <laughs> Um, in ancient Rome, they ate lettuce to deter impotence. Keep that in mind, gentlemen. I don't know if it's scientifically proven, but they I don't did think it. it is. Um, in Middle Ages Europe, they believed in courtly love, which means married women would have like affairs with knights, but they wouldn't be sexual. They would just like write them poems and like fight battles for them, which I kind of like. Wait, but who believed in that? Um, like the that was acceptable the, in, in yeah, society. I mean, the courtly women. I'm sure like the peasants were just you know screwing each other willy nilly. But sure. the more the more noble women had had emotional affairs <laughs> while they were married. While they were married, and because that was usually okay. it was like an arranged marriage, so it wasn't like yeah. a romantic marriage. So they were allowed okay. to support the soldiers at war and kind of flirt with them, right? To, so that they would feel maybe more heroic when they right. went to war. Yeah, okay, I mm-hmm. dig that. Um, much more interesting. Maybe in- we should write some letters to some army men. Yeah, well, that would be acceptable Platonic in Middle Ages Europe. Men. Yeah, it would have to be. It usually stayed platonic. So, like, right, just like a little song. You can write like I don't like know, to write songs. In but your then guitar. now you know it's like, what's cheating? <laughs> emotional. I know. I mean, emotional that's affair arguably is, much worse. Is yeah, arguably much worse. Um, okay. So in Puritan era, Puritan era United States. Puritans are known for being like, you know, very buttoned up and not sexual, but apparently they were very into outdoor sex because the rooms were like overcrowded and they couldn't really get a lot of privacy. This is so, like a history lesson. We're I not know. Even asking them they for their like, opinion. We've got our guests. Well, I'm here. trying to, I'm trying to <laughs> move through it because there's so much. Did you find um, like a Thanksgiving era of porno where they were like dressed as pilgrims? I didn't, but I love the idea that they were having sex in outhouses. Wow. I know. Think That's that so image, bonnets and buckles and poop everywhere <laughs> thanks for that um i do more i do that's why i'm like speeding through it well just give us give us like your top okay two favorite other ones well i love uh this is actually my favorite like i've knew, known about this outside of this article in victorian era like england they prescribed women that were like uh, they, like you know hysteria have you ever heard of that women being prescribed with hysteria mm-hmm. it could be like anything it could be like if you're anxious or if you're like promiscuous or if you're frigid um the treatment for that was a vibrator really yes the doctor would stick a vibrator so i guess we wanted to know off. if there's any of these uh sexual trends that you guys think we should give a shot with you guys and bring back to our <laughs> the times now is what we were thinking That's- Wow, that was a long journey for that. Uh, <laughs> now we're up to present you, day. Let me let me turn that around as a question to you. Do you guys think, <laughs> as women, you are the most sexually liberated in Who's history? Who's doing the interviewing here? I don't know. <laughs> I, that, That's an interesting question, though. Yeah, it is. Um, well, hmm. 
Well, I think in this apparent, you know, what I didn't get to was in the 1970s, open marriages were a big thing. Apparently, like more so, more acceptable than they are now. So I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like now, nowadays, it's like yeah, you have a lot of you're you're very encouraged to be sexually free, but right. then also because of the internet, it's so easy right. to... There's like always an eye on you. There's always an eye on you. It's always so easy to, to shame people no matter what their choices are. And that's just... so. It's I feel like you can make no perfect choice without having right. somebody have a strong opinion against you. It's not necessarily supportive uh, yeah. as much as it could be. Well, I don't, do you feel that way? Yeah, I agree. Although we're, I'm also just like... We're both like, I mean, we're settled down. Yeah. So. But we're also, we're very like, I don't know, in our book, like I would say that our like philosophy of dating is mm-hmm. we're very like supportive of kind of if you are looking for yeah. your third threesome or like your one night stand, one night stand, fourth marriage. If you want to hook up with a million people, whatever, we're like supportive of it all. We yeah. try to write about like navigating what it means to be dating in this. Right. It's all about today. having a healthy headspace while you do it. Yeah. That's very, yes. Don't try and fill a void in you emotionally <laughs> with a, with a wiener. It's getting very philosophical. Well, we're very deep. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I, it's, that was a hard question to ask. Cause I feel like <laughs> it's like white, dudes uh i don't like i don't what's your opinion i mean i think my opinion is uh yeah i don't know as white dudes throughout history straight straight white white dudes dudes, i think uh you're in a prime position well i think i think women have been subjugated to people like us throughout history in a way that seems weird for me to now pick an era to suggest (laughs) that oh could you be more that way i don't don't know that seems weird to me so i don't yeah i don't really have an answer I definitely agree with you. I think it implies that if, that if we pick an era in the past, then we then you were probably less than we were. I mean, you is, could just be unfair. like Angela, throw on some red lipstick so I know you want right. to go down on me. That's more the answer. That was more. Oh, we were we were just Sorry. trying to we were trying to keep this shit light. Oh, okay. <laughs> I would rather you just talk in hiero in like communicate in hieroglyphics with me. Just like draw <laughs> right. draw a picture every time you want me to do something. Okay. And that's even just like basic things. Like you want me to like help you with like your taxes or whatever. Right. <laughs> Draw a picture. A charade-based relationship. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Well, we learned something from that that we didn't think we would. Yes. And that's what's important. That was the point. <laughs> what, are, what are you reading about in the news these days? So I've been reading something on Cosmo. Sexy. Sorry, that was like a second too late, but I'm slow with the cues. (laughs) All right, so I've been reading a thing on Cosmo about by Tess Komen, and it's 10 gorgeous love words that have no English equivalent. So I thought I would tell you guys some of these love words in other languages so that maybe you could incorporate them into your text messages to us. Right. Uh, your your sex talk in bed, maybe? Sure, depending on the word. Yeah. Okay. Word number one. Flit and I don't know if I'm saying this right, but flechazo. Is that Italian? Spanish. Okay. It's an arrow shot love at first sight. Is what it okay? I'm just gonna name a few. Wait, an so arrow shot love at like first sight. It's like a love love at first sight situation. So if I see you across the room, flechazo. I don't. I don't know. I think I feel like with with no context, it doesn't really work. Maybe context. Like I just. So you need to say like I just had flechazo. There you go. There you go. That also sounds like a dessert. Oh, but, it, it, but, it, but it could also be a hello. Like you open the door and you're right. like flechazo. 
Okay. This next one. Ixurpok. That sounded lovely. I like guessing the origin. It's I was going to say Dutch. In- Russian. In- Inuit. Inuit. Oh, Inuit. Inuit. like an Eskimo. Eskimo is an offensive term. I think oh, Inuit is it? Oh, my bad. It's okay. I Inuit. Think I it too. The sense of anticipation as you wait for someone to visit. So when Aww. you're waiting for us to come back from one of our writing sessions, Aww. you say, God, I feel so ixurpok. <laughs> or when you're waiting for a platonic friend to come back from battle. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this next one is Killig. 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 German. Tagalog. What? <laughs> the language Tagalog. Oh, oh, yeah. oh. What is that? I don't know. The giddiness you feel when meeting your crush. Aww. Oh, so when you're that. really excited to meet us for dinner, you I'm feel really killing. Right killing. Now. It's killing. cute that they have a word. It's like a high schooler made up. They're, they're some of their language. Tagalog. Okay. The next one. Ta- a word for crushes. Mammoth. Mamalipinatape. Mamalipinatape. I feel like we're butchering these words. Mm. It's Yagen. Sure. The shared look of desire between two people too shy to make the first move. Oh, that's say, wait, a good say one. Say it again. Say the word again because I like that one. Mamelipant lepinatape tape. M A M. Using that one. I like it. everyone incorporate that into your vocabulary. Yes. I wish these were easier to say. All right. Do you want me to do any more? Is there a word for uh, sharing a pint of Ben and Jerry's and then feeling shame afterwards? Kind of. Our it could be considered <laughs> Gegborgenite. What is that? That's German. And it's the feeling of safety that comes from being with loved ones. Oh. AKA like a pint of Pen and Ben and Jerry's is uh, makes me sure feel you, safe. For yeah, sure. you feel very safe. Cool. And I with like a loved one. It. And it's German too, so we can say it like with like fervor. <laughs> yeah. Can you say it again, Laura? Nope. Okay. <laughs> I'm butchering all of these languages <laughs> pretty badly. All right, guys. I hope you got... Did you learn anything? Were these bad I, news I stories remember, to pick? I remember Killig. That's all I remember. But all I right. That was an easy... Yeah, that was the question. So just one. keep them in mind when you're texting us. Sure. Mm-hmm. Do, you guys, very... do you guys enjoy texting us? <laughs> I, I don't like texting. I don't like texting anybody, though. That's more of the thing. Do you like talking on the phone? You no. prefer talking... Uh, no, you don't. Do you like no communication, do you? Only in person. In person. Yeah. Okay. Which is why if we ever go long distance, we're in trouble. <laughs> And I like communicating via Pictionary, so we've right. that. Yeah. No it's, texting for Ian. Yeah, we just send pictures. Just and and GIFs, GIFs. GIFs. GIFs, GIFs. We yeah. send a lot of GIFs. All right. <laughs> we are going to move into our mailbox next and have you guys help us answer some of our listener questions. Oh, yeah, this is exciting. Ooh. But first, let's take a quick second to thank one of our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Start building your website today at squarespace.com. Enter the offer code SINGLE at checkout and get 10% off. Squarespace builds it beautiful. And Angela, we love Squarespace because we make our This Is Why You're Single book.com website on there. <laughs> yes, we do. It's no secret. We are big Squarespace fans. 
Um, my favorite feature of our website on Squarespace is the fact that you can have people sign up for your newsletter on your website. That's because you're in charge of making our awesome newsletter. And at first you were like, yeah. are, how are people going to be able to sign up for our newsletter? Yeah, I was a little overwhelmed. But then I was like, oh, Squarespace, of course, makes it easy. We just sync it up to our MailChimp. Right. And there's a little button at the bottom. You put in your email. It's really easy. We love to self-promote and tell people all the exciting things going on. Yep. And you can too. Yes. The site looks amazing. It looks professionally designed, regardless of skill level. No coding required because, as you know, I can't code for crap. Nope. Um, yeah, it's intuitive, easy to use. There's a state-of-the-art technology powering your site to ensure security, which is important, and stability. Yeah, we need people to trust us if they're giving us their emails. And we don't send our newsletter out a lot. So you can go to our Squarespace website, which is this is why you're single book.com and sign up. Check out the awesome website that we created all through Squarespace. And if you like it, start your free trial site today with no credit card required at squarespace.com. Yep. And when you decide to sign up for Squarespace, make sure you use the offer code SINGLE to get 10% off your first purchase. Squarespace, Squarespace build, build it beautiful. All right, guys, we are going to now jump into the mailbox. This Angela, what's in the mailbox? <laughs> we have a question about Tinder from our listener, Megan. Hi, and we're going to have we're gonna have our men, just for any of you guys just tuning in now, like, I don't know. Maybe they listen to it like a radio show, and they just yeah, decide to. And you just fast forwarded into half of the episode. We're with we're with my husband Nick and Angela's boyfriend Ian. Yes, and how lucky is Megan that she gets her answer or her question answered not just by us, but by these two experts? Do you think maybe Nick people, and Ian. Do you think anybody does listen to a podcast like that? No, They're like, I want to pretend this happened. is like a radio show and just zoom to the middle. I'm halfway through, it's never happened. Never in the history of podcasts. We probably we don't have enough commercials for those people. Yeah, we'll need more. Okay, um, so Megan writes, guys. So I've been using Tinder off and on for a few years now, and I feel like I've noticed an oddity in my experience and wondered if you have an answer. I will be talking to a guy for a few days, and everything is going great. We exchange numbers, and the conversation d- dwindles quickly. How come these guys stop trying to keep conversations flowing when they're off the app? What was the point of exchanging numbers in the first place? Uh, Our loving men, (laughs) will you help us answer Ian used to Megan's question? Yeah, I I was uh, pre Tinder when I met Laura, so let's let's go Ian and then. (laughs) So I used Tinder and I exchanged numbers with people on Tinder and would text with them. So I don't really (laughs) know. um, Even yesterday. (laughs) <laughs> no. yeah. spoiler alert yeah. uh, but to be fair she was a soldier so yeah, she was a soldier it's strictly right. you just sent her a poem a haiku I sent her a poem you just wanted to give her some strength in battle right and a picture we- of my wiener <laughs> that's cool I'm cool with that cool but, but, but um, it was flaccid it was a good time thanks for being open um, well I will say I do think that the the game of Tinder is to get the conversation off Tinder so, like, once you get the number, you almost feel like you've won a little bit. So, I think a little bit of the – not to say, like, don't give out your number, but I think that that's what goes on a little bit, maybe subconsciously in the guy's head. Like, they think all right, they've won like, when uh, they've got the number? like, oh, I got her. All right, I can take my time answering her now. Because, like, when you're on Tinder, you could delete your profile any second and disappear. So, there's, like, more urgency. Once they have your number, I feel like they're like, all right, I'll get to her when I get there. 
Man, the chase has gotten like the 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 stakes are so low. Complicated. The chase is literally just to get someone's number. The volume of one person communicating with multiple people at any given time is probably just too much for any person to handle. Yeah, they're probably communicating with like twenty to thirty people. Yeah, that's right. Totally insane. I also had a rule when I was uh, dating that like I wouldn't I would add a number to my phone, but I wouldn't give it a name until like we we saw each other a second time. Because otherwise, you just have a million contacts in your phone of people that are sh- you're never going to see again. So maybe he's like mixing. Maybe he has that policy, and he just has a bunch of like unnamed numbers in his and phone. And he doesn't and he's know like, I don't remember who you are. <laughs> I hope that's not the case, but it could be. It's possible. <laughs> yeah, but I. It's Megan, right? Megan's yeah. The yes. Yeah. I, that's a. That would be frustrating because it seems like you're sort of going towards something concrete, right. and then it disappears. I, I wonder if there are just a bunch of dudes out there like getting tons of numbers as like, oh, now I can send a mass Look text. Look at these but numbers I got. <laughs> well, that would be great. Send a mass that text to everybody. Though. I feel like that comes out in the news a lot. Like the, the people screenshot like this idiot sent a, a group text to all these girls and didn't think they would figure it out. I've seen like buzz <laughs> feeds. Well, that, that I believe, but then, but they're not texting her these mass texts so right so, so she's not even making that blows up my um, oh well i don't know about that <laughs> megan i'm sure you're no guy. you don't want that guy anyway that mass texts his lady yeah who wants that um <laughs> yeah i yeah. mean it's yeah it's really frustrating but and then as a girl i think you go through and you analyze every message you sent and you think what did i where did i go right. wrong but you didn't go wrong anywhere. Yeah, I really think thing. it's very rarely your fault. I think that there's just too many options out there. I would just say to that, don't put all of your eggs in one basket because mm-hmm. if you've got a lot of options and you're messaging lots of guys, then you're not going to be so focused or upset when one guy just stops texting you back. And then that way you're not that invested until you've actually gone out on a few dates, you've met with them, you've felt some chemistry because until you've gone on a date in person with somebody, just don't let it get to you and yeah. uh, don't put all your eggs in one basket and just message a lot of dudes until you find one that you connect with and then it'll be mutual. Agreed. All right. Uh, that's the only question we have this week. Uh, Is there anything else mm-hmm. you guys want to say to Megan? Oh my goodness. <laughs> don't give up. <laughs> oh. You can, Ian apparently is still on Tinder. I mean, you can try yeah. swiping with him. Let's get coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Well, if you guys out there want your questions answered in an upcoming episode, you can tweet us at your single show, email us at contact at this is why your single show.com. We read everything. We really we do. do. We, we read we everything. We actually get very excited when we get a new email. Yeah, we love getting new emails. We, we almost always write back unless you're weird. <laughs> That's Let's not that. even if you're weird. We write back. We write back. Oh, we're weird well, no, too. I mean, we did get like one thing that was a little inappropriate and we were. Well, yeah. It was not rated. It was above rated R. Yes, it was like an it MC seventeen situation. Yeah. We didn't. We didn't open that. Anyways, <laughs> anyway, anyway, um, being very furious. Okay, he is no, but furious. we. I mean, like we're not prudes. We like this you know guy, we will. Ian, put put that knife down. What? <laughs> sorry, calm down. I'm sorry, it's right. just random internet email. He's very protective. <laughs> Don't forget to like and subscribe this podcast on iTunes and Spreaker. Remember, now you can pre-order our book on Amazon and Barnes & Noble. comes out December 8th. When in doubt, go to thisbyyoursingleshow.com for everything we're up to. Okay, guys. Enough plug, Garuskis. Let's dive in to the reason of the week. Angela, 
What's this week's reason? This week's reason is you don't know how to compromise. Why did we pick that one when we've got our husband and boyfriend on the podcast? I don't know. I thought that that was just something relevant to any relationship. It is. I didn't realize it was one relevant specifically to mine because when we announced the reason, Ian made a face. (laughs) Oh, he, he was Let's making, dive he was, in. He was making a face at the uh, couples therapist that you invited. Right. Yeah. <laughs> what what kind of face did he make? A face that would, I think, imply that I don't know how to compromise. <laughs> but you wrote a book with a chapter called "You Don't Know How to Compromise." So I, obviously, you do. You're the expert on compromising. Right. I mean, I definitely see the. I I know that there is value in compromising. That's why whenever I get into a fight, I just say I'm a relationship right. expert. I'm always right. I know everything about I wrote relationships. The book on this. I wrote the book on this shit. Don't question my authority, <laughs> yo. And I, I, I. And then they say, "Fuck you." Here's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. I think. Um, I mean, we've been together two years. Obviously, there's been some compromise over that period of time. I think any successful relationship involves some compromise. It's hard, though. It's really hard to compromise because you can't. You, know, oh, you can't do it all the time. We're all individuals. We want to stand our ground and and uh, you know fight for our individuality, right? And our own ideas. And you just can't always do that, whether you're on a right. your first date with somebody and they want to go someplace you don't want to, mm-hmm. or you you're married someone it's t- <laughs> and there's no getting you guys, out of it yeah what what, what oh, are your I thoughts on compromising yeah, yeah. <laughs> compromise is that a, a, what are our thoughts on compromising yeah, are we yeah. good, how good are we at compromising can you think of a time that uh either you've we've re- compromised or should have compromised <laughs> i mean not you and i nick i mean you and Laura. <laughs> question is always so open to you ian yeah <laughs> I don't know. Laura and I are both uh, pretty stubborn people, but we usually argue and then think about it and then come to a compromise. We should think and then and then come to our <laughs> yeah. We had, it's, it sounded like we were tearing up there, but the uh, speaker went out. Just uh, but uh, yeah, it would be nice to maybe be ready to compromise earlier in a conversation. But like our fights are so dumb. Yeah. Our last fight was over what. Our couple's Halloween costume would be, yeah. and that was like the worst fight we've been in in three months. Yeah. It was about our couple's costume. Like, it's I mean, the, that's really important. They're, but they're the dumbest fights. <laughs> like, like all of our that's, fundamental beliefs. I still think she's wrong about that. Uh, right. No, I'm so right, on? and Angela even agrees with me. It is hard to compromise on that though, because you can't combine your ideas in that scenario. You just right. think of a completely new third. You just got yeah. one of you has to just give up, and like the clock is ticking. What did you come to? We're, we d- I decided thing. not to do a couple's costume because uh, we didn't yeah. agree. We're going to agree to disagree. And he <laughs> that was be, your compromise. And he can yeah. do he can be yeah. what he wants and I can be what I want. That was <laughs> yeah. our compromise. And, and this, this episode is airing, I think, a couple weeks after Halloween. Yeah. So it won't be a spoiler. Do you want to say what you guys were being? Yeah. I thought that we should do Angels in the Outfield where he would be uh, Angels baseball. But he doesn't really like to dress up. So I was like, this is a perfect costume for you. You will just dress up as a as a baseball player. You can wear an Angels hat and have a Angels jersey. And then I will be the angel holding a glove with a, the angel. I'll be the angel from Angels in the Outfield and he'll be the play, baseball player. <laughs> I think it would only work. Wasn't Christopher Lloyd one of the angels? Yeah, I was going to wear... If you were Christopher Lloyd, I'm gonna that wear, would be great. I am. I'm wearing a gray wig. Okay. That's kind of great. Because you're Christopher Lloyd, Angela, that's a good tell me how genius yeah. it is because you so were obsessed actually, with this idea when I told I you. I love it because I think it'll take people a second to be like, wait, what? And then they'll be like, oh, 
I love that movie. That movie was so good. Was. Yeah, I, yeah. Think, I, I don't. I mean, I, I love think, '90s nostalgia. I think the underlying costume prop for me is I don't. I'm not a big Halloween fan. I. I but he was like, like the angels children. aren't relevant. They're not even. They weren't even well, in the World Series. I think that's me equivocating that I just. It just feels like a children's holiday, and I just don't want to do it. <laughs> and so I, I. And so I think they just like oh, I don't. I didn't. I didn't lo- like the idea of like saying I'm angels in the outfield to anyone. It made me feel <laughs> dumb. <laughs> but he had no problem yeah. saying that. That we're going to yeah. be where the wild things are. Well, primarily because I already have a uh, onesie that kind of looks like uh, where the wild you things just are. To, but it doesn't, it doesn't look no, like it, it at all. You're right. But it's it's it a neck. white leopard. It's a and white leopard. It, and well, the, the white, monster the is, is brown I, and a monster. I'm not saying that's like a better idea. It was an easier idea, and that's what all I right. wanted. But easier than the angel's hat that <laughs> I already have. The compromise, which is sort of the why right. I think this segment is what, what What was your last fight about? Oh, uh, I don't remember. What was the last fight about? We never fight. Yeah, we Angela tells me you fight. fight like every day. <laughs> I do not. No, she doesn't. I know. What do we, well, she what's something you. we've compromised on? Well, tonight, you want to go to a party and I want to go to a haunted house. There might be a compromise happening in a couple of hours. There might be a compromise. <laughs> so wait, if I were a betting man, who should I bet on here? What are you guys doing? I mean... The party's <laughs> kind of far, and I, I think we're both pretty lazy. So I don't know. It all depends. But also, a haunted house is a hard sell. It is a hard but I'm sell. just feeling so seasonal and it's festive. <laughs> Angela loves the fall. I really do. She likes. I the- like the fall too. We're both fall ladies. Yeah, I know. It's like a. It's become a basic thing to say. Yeah. But hey, you know what? I love pumpkins. <laughs> PSL. Yeah, I do. Whenever we have meetings, people are like, "Oh, did you guys color coordinate your outfits?" And the answer is always no. But we just. Always wear fall colors. We like fall colors. We like fall colors. Earth tones. All right. This was a long intro to breaking down our reason of the week, but now it is time to break down our reason of the week. Okay. Here's how this is going to go, boys. We are going to tell you what we want to do and what... What Our hypothetical guy wants to do. Mm -hmm. You're going to tell us what the compromise is. We'll switch off. So you will take one and then you will take one up to have you both answer each one. And then we're going to tell you the compromise that we came up with. Okay. Mm -hmm. Who wants to go first? I I will volunteer. All right. Good man, Nick. Okay. Nick, I want to walk around the farmer's market on the weekend. You want to play flag football with the boys on Sunday. What do you think the compromise is? Uh, oh boy, let's try to do both here. Um, a flag farmers market where uh, <laughs> I was hoping you'd say something. Like yeah, that. where where you <laughs> every time like you get like a pumpkin pie, uh, you have to like pull a flag off. I don't know, yes. something like that. Okay, that's really close. What we came up with is. Uh, I will give you a concussion when you least expect it by hiking a baby squash towards you at the market, so you'll feel like you're just. Like you're at football. Same Z's. It's like hipster supermarket sweeps. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Angela, take the next one. Okay. So I would like to throw a low key New Year's Eve dinner party. You want to go to a rager at the Cosmopolitan in Las Vegas. That's very you. Um, (laughs) What what do you think the compromise is? You know, I've actually been to the Cosmopolitan in Las Vegas and they have one of the best buffets. Oh, let's just go there. Compromise. Compromise. <laughs> Who doesn't love a buffet? <laughs> no, but really. 
can, can you repeat it again? <laughs> so I want to go to the Cosmopolitan and you want to throw you a party? You want to go to a rager at the Cosmopolitan. <laughs> I want to have a low-key dinner party. We have a uh, – we hire a DJ uh, and get like a, a, a party going in your apartment like a rager and yeah. then we have a food fight. Yes. Oh my god. I don't know where the food fight Wait, came from. He, but that's really close. That's pretty much. Good yeah. job, okay. So the compromise that we came up with was throw a dinner party at home, but hire a tough bouncer to guard the door and charge all of our friends. No, oh, all of your guy friends a cover fee, but let my girlfriends in for free. Who is going to cook? Just like you're at a club. Right. Who is going to cook at that dinner party? Oh, um, maybe we can have the buffet brought in. <laughs> <laughs> okay, baby. You ready? Yeah. Okay. I am a planner who is married to my iCal. You are a free spirit who craves spontaneity. Oh, this one's for Ian. I don't, this doesn't sound like me at all. What? <laughs> this is just like us. What? That's it. So I'm a planner married <laughs> that's, married that's to it. my iCal. So, it's just so how do you life. deal with that? Yeah, that's just real life. I yeah. don't know. I how, just... do we, how do we compromise? <laughs> we just live in real life you get tell, married and you yeah, produce a podcast for <laughs> you you tell me all the times uh i'm missing things i should be doing and i feel bad about it <laughs> that's not what we well, do what is the correct compromise She's is that your real. answer that's no, so sad <laughs> it's it's hypothetical it's not really about <laughs> you guys <laughs> okay pencil in some time between 2 17 and 4 1 p.m on saturday to do something completely unexpected. <laughs> oh, that sounds <laughs> sounds fun, right? That's unsaid to me. <laughs> no, it's fun. We're like planning our spontaneity. Oh, yeah. Oh, this is, these are jokes. You don't these plan are, it. These if are you don't jokes. plan it, it'll never happen. All right. Um, I think this is our last one. Last compromise. Yeah, last compromise. All right. This is an important one. And, and on a big note, Ian. Um, <laughs> so I am a big fan of Facebook. Keep in mind, we're playing characters. Um, you don't, quote unquote, get social media what's our compromise what does that mean i don't get social media you know people that are like what's twitter like what am i, I don't tweeting get it. i'm like, plotting what like those yeah. people <laughs> uh, snappy snap snap yeah snap chatty chat yeah like oh i'm gonna like what what's why do people why, why take a picture if it disappears <laughs> you're one I of those people i actually do feel that way about snapchat i don't get it <laughs> um Oh, man. How will our relationship survive? I like Facebook and you don't. What do we do? Uh, I really... Can I defer? I don't like this question. <laughs> <laughs> I probably I probably would just um, try to just communicate with you over social media uh, and not in person. Uh-huh. And we'll, we'll just see where that goes. Yeah. And like see Facebook where? message me, like, put, put your phone down. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Is that just to prove a point, or you uh, you actually want to do that? No, no, I wouldn't actually want to do that. Just, just even it would be totally just to be like snarky and just like prove a point. Yes. Okay, that's that's fair. So our answer is delete your account, but text your boyfriend frequent status updates regarding your candid opinion on politics, movie trailers, and personal pet peeves. Um, you, my boyfriend, won't have to respond, but you should at least express that you like it. Give See, me a verbal like. Because <laughs> that's a good compromise. Yeah, it is. Because Ian's was the reverse troll of that. <laughs> right. It really was. Yes, it was so like guys, the inverse. You guys trolled each other in the inverted way. Beautiful. Yeah. Well, I feel really good about this. I think that we're both going to have really good next Strong, stronger relationships. Stronger relationships because of this therapy <laughs> podcast session. Why, why are you taking your wedding ring off? <laughs> so awkward. God damn you! Um, 
Thanks for being on our yeah, podcast, thanks, guys. Lover boys. Yes, this was this great. is fun. Yeah. We that hope for all of you guys at home, we hope we have or in the car, wherever you're listening to us, mm-hmm. we hope we've cleared up this week's reason. Um, and uh, do you guys have anything you want to plug? We normally yeah. ask our guests you if you want to plug, plug yourselves. Okay, go ahead, Ian. I, uh, do I have a plug? What's uh, your Twitter handle? See me, see me live <laughs> at the local Potbellies. I'll be performing a song. Uh, I'll be performing uh, holiday music. Um, uh, yeah, turkey songs, Christmas songs, Hanukkah songs. Great. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, Nick, yeah, will you I mean, be singing back up. Yeah, no, 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 no. I'll just be getting the the meatball sup there. <laughs> so, see me at the pot belly eating a meatball sup. No, I'm just plugging this this podcast and all of all of the Headgum Network. Listen to yeah. our podcast. Yeah. That's cool. Well, guys, that's it for this is Why Your Singles podcast. Thank you. Great time. This was see, fun. See you guys next week. Yeah, make sure to pre-order our book on Amazon. And yeah. and oh yeah, we'll plug ourselves and follow us on Twitter while you're at it. Your single show. Um, and Instagram at this is why your single book. Oh yeah, we've got an Instagram now, guys. This is why your single book. It's really fun. Okay, thank you. We love you guys. Love you, boo boo, <laughs> babesicle. Thanks, you honey too. bunny. Bye. Bye. This is why you're single. This is why you're single. This is why you're single. Ba 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 ba. This is why you're single. Ba 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 ba. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>